Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. Welcome to the Retirement Clinic. The clinic is open. Jeff Kowal is here. I'm Paul Cronforce. Jeff is president of the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist, locations in Madison, Middleton, which is Madison, and of course, World Headquarters, Waukesha, Phoenix, Arizona, Port Washington, Wisconsin. I think I covered them all, Jeff. I think you got them all. Good morning, Paul. How are you today? I'm doing well. Joe Still is here, too. He's from our office. Joe, welcome back. Good morning. Great to be here. Yeah, it's good to have you on the show. Between you and Jeff, we are live in studio, obviously, to take calls, answer your questions on retirement. Uh, If you've got any questions about taxes, 401k plans, rollovers, heck, what I mean, social security planning, estate planning, so many questions about your retirement plan. Jeff, it's your nest egg, it's your future. That's right. You have to pay attention to it. You don't set it and forget it. You have to pay attention to it in our office at Coal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. It's what we do from top to bottom with uh, myself, Joe here, uh, Aaron, Aaron Spitzner, Paul Schaefer, uh, all everybody, Jeff Beecroft. Uh, but our team, from everybody from top to bottom, we all talk the same language. We talk, all talk retirement uh, f- for the Cobalt Investment Group. If you have $750,000 or more in retirement assets, close to already in retirement, um, we always put your interests first. I think that's the other thing about the Cobalt Investment Group. This show is for everybody. Um, so can give us calls with uh, any questions you have about your retirement planning. The Kowalway.com is a website. You can check it out at your leisure whenever you'd like. Check it out, the Kowalway.com, K-O-W-A-L. In the meantime, let's get lines open. Your questions are welcome. Any retirement question that you have between Joe Still and Jeff Kowal, 799-1130 gets you through to the program. The Abbey Windows and Exteriors toll-free number, 800-838-9476. Again, 799-1130. We'd love to take your questions. We do it every week, Jeff, and you'll take any question on retirement. Absolutely. Some people are it's late fun to starters. find out what, what people are facing right now. Uh, if you got an offer for early retirement, you're not sure what questions to ask. Um, you know, if you're if you're changing jobs, if you have assets scattered all over, any types of questions that you have about your retirement. Joe, Joe that's a big question. The when. When do I retire? And everybody's got a different plan. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, that's that's a question that, that comes up and that we answer all the time. Uh, I just had a call on Friday from an individual looking to retire and wondering if if he had enough assets to uh, uh, to retire now and uh, and provide that income for his, yeah. his retirement. You so. factor in Social Security, but there's a lot more to it than that. And uh, a lot of people want to retire earlier. Some want to keep working. And that's right. And that's a key thing too. What what Paul, what uh, what Joe was talking about is that a lot of times we'll do a, or not all the times we'll do a cash flow analysis. You know, if you can pull the pin, if now is the right time to do it. And you're right. Some people have just had enough, or they've been planning for this time, <laughs> and they decide that now is the time to leave. Or you're right. A lot of them are staying a little bit longer too, uh, and they're needed with full employment as it is. Uh, we need the uh, older employees to stick around a little bit more. Oh, you're right about the employment right now in the economy. It may be the lowest unemployment uh, rate in years, Jeff. I don't know if it's ever been this low that I, as long as I've been doing this right, show. Right, and they consider 4% full employment. And we're under 4 Nationally, we're under 4 And then in, in Wisconsin, we're at about 2.8%. So it's remarkable. 
everybody that wants a job has a job, right? That's right. So it's a matter of, yeah, how long do you want to work? What are your finances? And and do the math. Uh, and that's what we do in the show. We answer your questions. You can get real specific. We can get deep into the weeds. Or it may be a broad question. Hey, I'm this old and I have this much money. Am I on track? Sometimes you have to play catch up too, Jeff. You got you to gotta step it up a little bit. That's right. And a lot of times you have that opportunity and just don't realize it. Especially once the kids are done with school and you're be, you know, between 50 and 62, 65. That's a great time to be because the government recognizes that as well and you can make catch-up contributions to your 401ks and to your IRAs um, and the government recognizes that which they give you an additional incentive to put more money in it's rare that the government actually recognizes something like that and well maybe things are changing it, well to some degree but that's yeah. that, but you can you can catch up uh even if you haven't done the best planning up to, up to this point and for a variety of reasons you had kids growing up you had mortgages to pay and oh, family yeah. members to take care of all kinds of reasons but well, there are there are ways to catch up too i'm now 52 jeff on facebook you know just looking at friends that i went to high school with we're all at that age now many are becoming empty nesters right now and they're they're yeah. talking about it. Hey, yep. officially empty nesters. So because they're all going off to college right now. So well, you're not a you're not really an empty nester when they go to college. <laughs> guess what? <laughs> they come home. <laughs> they do come home. But you know, they're the kids are moving out. So that's when you see retirement on the horizon. You see some light at the end of the tunnel, and you got to start making some decisions and see where your planning is at. So that's what we do in the show. We talk about your retirement. And again, let's take some calls. Seven nine nine eleven thirty is a telephone number. One more programming note. Monday through Friday, guys like Joe Still in studio, Jeff Koal, Aaron, your entire staff, you do market updates. The business reports are on WIBA Madison and WISM Milwaukee. That's right. WISM, we do them at 3.05, the 3 o'clock news block, and then the 5 o'clock news block in the middle of Mark Belling's show. Um, and in Madison, we do it at 4.55, uh, just at, uh, just before news on Vicky's show. Uh, we try to give you one minute on what's going on in the market that day, and we try to give you a so what. So this is what happened in the market. So what? How does that affect my retirement? How does that affect my investment portfolio? Uh, so we'll listen to, to uh, if you would listen in, we'll give you what what's happening that day, whether it's corporate earnings, government report. We'll give you the Dow, the S&P 500, NASDAQ, all in one minute. Monday through Friday, 3 and 5 o'clock news blocks in WISN and at 4.55 on WIBA in Madison. And we typically start the retirement clinic on Saturdays with some stories. You're going to like this one, Paul. All right. you. We were just talking about you were in a rock band. <laughs> it was. <laughs> For the longest time. Well, this is a Ed Slot article, and I love the way they frame this because it says, take your RMD like a rock star. RMD is a required minimum distribution. And the article says, uh, again, it's from Ed Slot, uh, nationally known um, uh, author, authority on uh, IRAs, IRA distributions, retirement plans. Even rock stars get older. Although it may seem hard to believe, both Steven Tyler of Aerosmith fame and rock legend and reality TV star Ozzy Osbourne celebrate their 70th birthdays in 2018. <laughs> That's how old they are? Yep. 70. Steven Tyler turned 70 on March 26th, and Ozzy will reach the milestone on December 3rd. One note on Steven Tyler. He's still playing. Aerosmith has now booked Vegas, like Britney Spears. And the oh, others. is that right? Yep. Aerosmith is going to Vegas. Wow, Vegas. <laughs> yeah, Vegas. 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 <laughs> so stop it. Well, Ozzy turned 70. I thought he was dead. I mean, he does look dead. He should have He should have died 40 years ago with That's his lifestyle, true. but he's still ticking. He's, he is. He's like but, pickled. He's going to be he's preserved forever. I think so. But this article is really good because it, it's not just about rock stars. There is a purpose to this. Yeah. 
Uh, do rock stars have IRAs? If they do, like the rest of us mere mortals, they must take required minimum distributions or RMDs. The rules say you must start a year after, or the the year that the IRA re- owner reaches age seventy and a half. Now that's a key. Here's the difference. Stephen Tyler, his seventieth birthday was in March, so he'll reach age seventy and a half in twenty eighteen. So he has to take his RMD either this year or no later than April 1st of 2019. What do you think he's got his investments locked up in? Paul, you're missing the point. We'll, okay. we'll, we'll, we'll okay. get back to that. Okay. We'll get back. To, I, don't want to, I don't want you to miss this point, right. Paul. I'm not going to get so, you off track. So focus. Focus, Paul. Uh, all right. I'm good. <laughs> Ozzy, on the other hand, he, he turns 70 in December, so he doesn't turn 70 and a half until 2019. So where Steven Tyler has to for, take his first distribution in April of 2019, Ozzy doesn't have to take his out until April of 2020. Now you can ask your question. No, I know the point now. <laughs> You're using them as examples. <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to joke and just wondering what kind of 401k plan they had. You know, what does Aerosmith offer? You know, they've been around for a long time and Forever. they've got to they've got to have a team. You have you have to have an, a whole organization around you. So I would hope that somebody would have been smart oh, enough. Attorneys and sure. managers, you know they did. Yeah, you know, these guys didn't, but they make the money, so they should have people that have told them, you got, you can bury some money in this, you can bury money in a retirement plan, yeah. you can have a defined benefit contribution plan. Well, you joke uh, about it, but Ozzy said his wife, Sharon, he credited her with saving his life. Yeah. Had it not been for her being his manager, he'd be dead by now. Yeah, he would, yeah. So then he had an extra 30 years to do something with his life and with the money, and I'm willing to bet that they have some money in qualified retirement plans. They're both 70, right? Yeah, they're this- both 70, but the key is, that Steven Tyler turned 70 in March, so he has to take his first RMD either this year or no later than April of next year. Ozzy turns 70 in December, so he turns 70 and a half next year. That's amazing. So he first has to take his first RMD. Between those guys and the Rolling Stones, Paul McCartney, they're all at that age now, 70 or more. And they're all like the most popular touring bands in oh, the yeah. country. Yeah. yeah, we see McCartney still a lot of energy stands up there for three hours without taking a break and just and the lifestyle they've led, and yet there they are. Yep, that's, well, that's let cool. Me, let me wrap this up because I know we got to go to break. <laughs> I just want to talk about the rock and roll side of things. <laughs> let me get back to that. Okay. But it says if you're celebrating your 70th birthday in 2018, ask yourself which rock star are you? Are you Steven Tyler or Ozzy Osbourne? If you're partying like a rock star on your 70th birthday in the first half of 2018, you have to follow Steven Tyler's rules. If you're in the second half of 2018, then you follow Ozzy's rules. That's pretty good stuff. I thought it was pretty good. Sorry, I got you a little off track, but I understand <laughs> your point right. now. <laughs> Those RMDs, they are critical. All these ages, the 70 and a half, right, that you talk about, um, the, it's weird. We yeah. talked about why it was set up to be that way. Well, those are the those are the rules. And you know what? If you're partying like a rock star, like those guys are at 70 and 70 and a half and 72 and 75, that's pretty good. Still going strong. I like that. You got that. it. Maybe that's why they're still going. They, yeah. They're keeping active. Active, you bet. They're, they're not stopping. Whether it's travel or they're traveling, but yeah. travel or playing in a band or working or whatever it happens to be, staying active. I was at uh, State Fair last weekend. Uh, of course, there's younger bands, but many, many of the bands, the local bands that play the side stages are guys in their 50s, 60s, yeah. 70 years old. And they're very good. Yep. I've been doing it a long time. Kind of cool to see. Baby boomers are active, Jeff. This generation, yes. the, the boomers are not slowing it's down. great to see. Very cool stuff. We'll take a break. After the break, with Joe still in studio and Jeff Kowal, 
your retirement questions. We're going to get to the phones. We want to answer your questions. We've got lines open for WISN and WIBA listeners. The number to call is 799-1130 or toll free. The Abbey Windows and Exteriors toll free number 800-838-9476. Jeff's website is thekowalway.com. Check it out when you give a chance. Give us a call and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owner's savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. Some family businesses succeed and others fail when it comes to succession planning. Only about 52% of small business owners have a written succession plan and only about 30% of family businesses pass on to the second generation. Additionally, 12% make it to a third and 3% to a fourth. Many family businesses fail to identify a capable successor and make it official in legal documents. It may seem like an obvious step, but so many family businesses fail to do this and can endanger the business that may have taken generations to build. It may seem like an easy obstacle to overcome, but even several generations into the business, it can be an issue. If there are two siblings involved in a company and are running it successfully, identifying a successor can be problematic if an uninvolved third sibling with ownership wants to sell the company. Another obstacle in shifting to a new generation is credibility. The next boss in line should have some formal training and involvement in the business and ideally showed some success and aptitude. It's not enough that the heir happens to share DNA with the outgoing owner and that is the major qualification. It's important to work out, ideally years in advance, who the successor of the company will be and get it down in writing. Figuring out who will helm the ship when it is crisis time is not an ideal situation for the future of the firm. Have regular meetings with all involved and with qualified advisors like your attorneys and accountants and a financial advisor that focuses on business succession and retirement planning. That's Aaron Kowal with today's Boss Minute Business Owner Savings and Security. And we make a point, Jeff, on the retirement clinic each week to talk about business owners. Well, Aaron, in that piece, was going to talk about how lucky I am that I have such an awesome successor. <laughs> but that would, be, was, that, that would that, be him. That would be him, yes. Uh, but yeah, we, we always make the point, we do, we do a lot of work with businesses, especially when you're close to selling your business and you want to know how do you convert those assets, how do you preserve them, grow it, take income from it, and then pass it on to your heirs. Uh, it may not be in a retirement plan, it may be funds that you get as a result of um, selling your business. It may be retirement funds as well, but also that, or, or a lot of times we see individuals who have just gotten an inheritance, just gotten a divorce, uh, won lottery, any number of reasons where you come into to money, to a large amount of money at one time. And yeah, a, a, lot, a good part of it is the businesses when they're selling their businesses. Yeah, some things aren't pleasant to talk about. Divorce, you mentioned, Jeff. There's a stat that uh, came out, I don't know, a week or two ago in the news. Fox News was talking about older Americans yes. at an alarming yep. rate are yep. getting divorced. Yeah, and it's you the never fastest growing area that's getting divorced. And that's what we talk about. It's a sad time. It's a very emotional time many times. Um, and like I said, sad. A lot of times it's sad. Sometimes it's not. But, sometimes <laughs> but if you if you come into money, a large amount of money, women especially, if you come into a large amount of money and, and you haven't and I, I don't mean to be sexist with that, but a lot of times it's a male that's the one that handles the money. Sure. And if all of a sudden you're faced with making decisions on uh, your finances on your own, um, we see a lot of that in our office. After 30 years of not doing that, and you're right, they've accumulated wealth as of 
opposed to a divorce when you're 27, 28. Correct. You just don't have as much money as when you're 60. Yes. So kind of a weird stat, but interesting stuff. Hey, okay, we got phone calls coming up. Joe still has stuff to talk about. Jeff Kowal has stuff to talk about. Yeah, Joe, go ahead. Oh, uh, one of the questions we get uh, all the time from our clients and reviews is, you know, what's going on with the current economy? How does this affect my uh, 401k, my my other uh, investments. And there's a great piece that came out on Monday from uh, the chief economist at First Trust, uh, Brian Westbury, and he talks about the Kevlar economy. And I'll just read an excerpt here. The United States, for the first time being, is a Kevlar economy. It's practically bulletproof. By allowing other countries to maintain higher tariffs, America, the world's biggest consumer, has helped those uh, countries grow. By holding corporate tax rates higher than most other countries, the U.S. has subsidized non-U.S. growth. So what, what, what he's saying here is these tariffs uh, that have been in place for many years uh, are in the other countries' uh, best interest, and we've been really subsidizing a lot of yep. these other countries. Isn't that what President Trump is trying to, That's trying right, to yeah. point out? Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Oh, I was going to say, then he goes on to say, but under new management, the self-sabotage is, is being eliminated. Cutting corporate tax rates and reducing regulation have made the U.S. more competitive. No, we are not ignoring the negative impact of tariffs on some U.S. producers and consumers, but tariffs hurt foreign countries more than they hurt America. That's interesting stuff. It's interesting. And, and what Joe was saying, Brian Westbury says that we win the war and the, the uh, uh, trade war. We've got more things that we can tariff. We've been that we can put taxes on, or tariffs on. Um, they've been taking advantage of us for years, so he's not wrong. But a lot of times, clients will say, "What well, you know? I've got this in my four hundred one k plan. I've got this in my IRA. Should I be concerned about a big drop in it?" Because he's picking a fight with these different countries. And what, what would you say? Well, according to Brian Westbury, he says we win. Yeah. And we can see that now because we see China coming to the table now with with regard to trade talks they want to start talking trade they can only stockpile so much in soybeans and they have to buy them again from somewhere yeah harley davidson locally i mean we hear about what what they're going through right now sometimes you got to go through some it's a tough pill to swallow but in the end it's good for the economy is that one of those situations likely yeah, yeah. we think that will be likely yeah the absolutely. kevlar economy i like it the kevlar economy and, and jeff speaking of the economy right now i mean things you talked about unemployment before but there's other indicators too and everything seems to be going pretty good. That being said, you got a 401k plan. You know there's going to time when the market, they're all cyclical. It's going to ebb and flow. It's going to, there's going to be some volatility. Yes. Right? Yes. So from a planning perspective, you've you've always got to keep that in the back of your mind. Yes. And it, it all depends on your time frame, too, and your length of time before you're going to retire. When you're young, even if the market does tank, uh, if you're more growth-oriented and putting money in, you're basically buying stocks at a discount. So if you're not ready to retire at that particular time, that's great for you because you're buying at a discount. You just have to keep putting money in. You can't, I think in 2008 what happened that a lot of people stopped putting money, they just froze. They didn't know what to do. And you have to keep putting money in. Uh, we know that the, on average every 18 months we have a correction in the market. Um, it's happened since World War II on average, but on average it takes about four months to recover. So we know that then, that we're going to get these 10% corrections between 10% and 20% on a regular basis. Just have to be ready, have to stay in, especially if you're building your retirement plans and looking for the time in the future. Now as you get closer to retirement, you, you really should not be backing off of stocks completely. 
And we joke about that. You could screw up and live a long time. Yeah. So you don't want to be... Living longer, we need more money. That's right. You can't be overly conservative by uh, pulling money out of stocks at that time uh, completely. Yeah. Maybe back off a little bit, but just to yeah. reduce the volatility. Yeah. And with a 401k plan, Jeff, if there's a matching at a company, we've said this so many times on this show, you've got to take advantage of that. Right? Absolutely. And, and you also have to take advantage of us being here. So we have to get some calls in for... For us, right, Paul? Because we're yeah, going to be get, here all the time. Yeah, let's get some calls going. It's 10.30 right now. We, we've got two shows. We're on at WIBA in Madison. We're on at WISN in Milwaukee. And uh, retirement questions are welcome. In fact, we've done all of our little... Well, we've got one more segment that we have to do, Jeff. You call it the sexy segment. That's we'll, going to be a good one today, too. <laughs> we'll Un, get, unexpected, yes. And it's about wealth preservation and uh, man, you know, preserving the wealth that you've obtained. It's not about um, Ozzy and Steve Taylor, That's right. Is it? No, it's, this, this one isn't, but it's... It's something that you wouldn't think about not taking an inheritance. Not taking? Not taking an inheritance. Saying, Seems I'm counter to what uh, yes. to most of us are, are waiting. And you've talked about don't count on an inheritance because you never know what life is going to throw you. Yes, but if you have too much money, there may be times where you don't want that inheritance. Okay. Okay. No, I <laughs> love the look on your face. Yeah, like, I'm, who would do that? What, are you crazy? What are you talking about? Okay, well, I'm sure you've got a good reason for it, and that's coming up. Until then, yes, we want calls, 799-1130, and uh, you'll get through to the retirement clinic. Toll-free, the Abbey Windows and Exteriors Line, 800-838-9476. But you do have another topic I do here. have a couple quick things. One is, um, I just noticed this this morning in Milwaukee Business Journal. We made the list of Inc. 5,000 fastest growing companies again. So Inc. Magazine puts out something every year, and this is the second year we've made it. Uh, so with the 5,000 fastest growing companies. It's, it's In America, not just America, Wisconsin. Yes. Yeah, and it's kind of, I don't want to say it's easy to make it one year, because you can have a year when you, you have great growth. But this is the second year we've made it. There are 28 in Milwaukee. We are number four. You like this? Four thousand seven hundred forty-two in Inc. Five in Inc. Five thousand. Really? They but we're on the list. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, for five for the for the entire country. Yes, that's really good. Yeah, there's hundreds of thousands of companies. Yeah, yeah, that's, and that's also I, I should mention this: Milwaukee Biz Times, Future Fifty. You guys are Aaron Kowal made the list of top five hundred next generation wealth advisors. Right, and also Forbes list of uh, top advisors in the state. In, in Aaron Wisconsin, Aaron's on that list too. Yeah, Financial Times top four hundred advisors. And Barron's top financial advisor, uh, the Kowal Investment Group, 2014, 15, 16, 17, and 18. It's great to You're get that. You're doing something right, Jeff. We are. It's great to get that recognition, but it's all because we put our clients' interests first. That's all that matters to us. If our clients do well, then we'll do well and we'll get the recognition, but it's all about our clients. One thing you, you mentioned before caught my attention at the beginning of the show with regard to retirement plans, m mostly 401k plans, it's not a set it and forget it mentality. And I think it was for a while. What you're saying is you you need to be active and make some changes or if yes. if it dictates so. If, if it dictates so, you at least have to pay attention to it. it. Might not maybe it doesn't warrant a change or any changes, but you have to pay attention to it. And you know that that uh, we will have the correction. You have to have somebody that's hold your hands and say it's going to be okay if it is going to be okay. Now if you see that there's going to be a 20% or more correction, then you you may have to make some changes in anticipation of that. I'm going to go to this New York Times article. I thought this was pretty good. It's in a tight labor market. Retirees fill gaps that previous employers can't. And this is what we talked about earlier, that there's such a tight job market now. And it, uh, Claudia Dreyfus is the one who wrote it. Soon after, Ayana Benet retired from her job as a labor delivery nurse. Soon after she retired, it hit her. She missed the babies. 
<laughs> and her employer missed her. So she was delivering babies and she retired and she missed them. She had worked there for 40 years. As a grandmother of 10, Miss Bonet wanted to spend more time with her family, but she quickly realized within weeks that she wasn't ready for full retirement. And the, the company was ready to welcome her back. The hospital system developed an informal program to rehire some retired nurses after analysis showed that almost half of the nursing staff was nearing 50. Though the hospital didn't yet have a nursing shortage, managers wanted to prevent one. So within weeks after doing that, they hired her as a freelancer at $60 an hour, uh, pay that she earns in addition to her pension. And these days she puts in 12-hour shifts a couple times a week, and that's it. And it's, it goes on, the article goes on to well, say... First off, that's a good wage. Oh, sure. And she's doing what she loves, and she missed it, but it's not full-time. And it's a good wage because she, they, they don't have to pay benefits. They don't... They don't. They, all they're doing is paying her the money per hour. But she's got on Medicare, I assume, right? At that yeah, point, well, she is, and then she's got um, a pension that she's taking too. So she's kind of double dipping, but that's okay. But in a tight labor market, firms find recent retirees increasingly attractive. Hiring back recent retirees appears more common, more than any other time since the Great Recession. There's a labor shortage in many sectors, like construction oh, and transportation. Skilled the, trades. It's unbelievable. My remodeling show, they cannot find yeah. people, Jeff. Isn't it's all amazing? I hear. We cannot find a roofer. We can't find a car mechanic, I heard. Yes. And, and these are salaries, 75 to 100K a year. Yes. And starting, without a lot of experience, they'll train you. They're happy just to get a body in begging. There. They're begging yeah. people. Uh, labor shortage in many sectors like construction, transportation, the attitude toward employing older workers is changing because of shortages. And it's just, you know, some of the things that we had talked about. And there's nothing wrong, you know, a lot of the uh, millennials, now that they're given a chance, are hardworking. They're, but they, were, they needed to get out and start working. Nobody's questioned the millennials' work ethic. I don't think that's right. ever been questioned. Some other things have been questioned, like why they're not buying homes or having kids. Yeah, well, now they are. <laughs> but they're we've starting... never questioned their work ethic. Yeah, but they're starting to do that too. Um, but also, you, you you know the work ethic of a person that you've had on your staff for many years. If you can keep them on longer, like this, like, like this nurse, like this nurse, like engineers, years. like just people have been integral in the company for many years. Like you at the Coal Investment Group. Yeah, I'm sticking around for a while. Yeah. Right, you're not going anywhere. Another 14 years, I think. You can't beat 40 years of experience, Jeff, like this nurse. You just can't beat that. Right. So, yeah, we, we plan to work it and we embrace the the older, although you can take a look at our um, roster of people in our office. We have a great mix of people that are over 50 and a large number of those that are under 50. Our next generation is in place, and that's pretty exciting, too. Like Joe. Joe's yep. under 50. That next uh, generation. Um, yep. Like your like your son, Aaron. Joe, you mentioned all of that. Yep. Makes sense. That was a good story. Okay, after the break, Jeff, sexy segment is coming up. Um, and calls. We don't want to get skunked. we got to get a caller on right yeah, here. That would be great. That's our goal, to, to answer some questions each and every week. The phone number is 799-1130. It's the Retirement Clinic. Joe still joins us from the Kowal Investment Group. Your host each week is Jeff Kowal, president of the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. Okay, questions after the break. 799-1130, 800-838-9476, the Abbey Windows and Exteriors toll-free number. Anything about you and your retirement, your financial plan, your future, give us a call. The sexy segment coming up right around the corner as we continue on WISN Milwaukee. And there's Aerosmith and WIBA Madison. We'll listen to some Steve Tyler as we go out the break. Love it. He's 70. Think of that. 
WISN. I see a couple calls are coming in. That's good. We'll get to them in just a minute or two, Jeff. In the meantime, that music on the retirement clinic. By the way, Joe's still our guest. Jeff, it's time for the sexy segment. And you said it's a good one. I do. And Joe's... Uh, uh... Hardly a guest. He's he's in our office. Well, yeah. We don't want to boost him up too much. Maybe a co-host. Yeah, that's okay. That's good. (laughs) This uh, this show is for everybody. This particular segment is for those with a million dollars or more. And a lot of times people think that I don't have a million dollars. But if you have five hundred thousand dollars in your home, a five hundred thousand dollar home, five hundred thousand dollars in your retirement plan. you're at a million dollars. If you have a million dollar life insurance policy, you're at two million dollars. If you have other properties, if you have other, other investments, you may be at three million. If you own a business, business, you may be at five million or ten million. If you get an inheritance, you could be at ten million, twenty million dollars or more. And that this segment is for you, and this article is for you too. This is Ed Slot again. Uh, Ed Slot's retirement report, using a disclaimer as an estate planning tool. It says, disclaiming is a concept that many people, at least initially, find difficult to grasp. The first reaction is always is, who on earth would refuse an inheritance? you got to be nuts. It says, it says that people who inherit a piece of property with no value or which is a liability, both legal and financial, such as a vacant building that was condemned by the authorities, you disclaim that. So if you're going to get a... a, a a crummy piece of property and it's all work and that there's a reason why the person who gives it to you didn't want it. They said, I'll let them deal with it. That's a reason to disclaim. Yep. But even outside their condemned building, his hypothetical disclaimer is a very valuable post-mortem planning tool after death. It gives beneficiaries one last opportunity to divert a bequest to accomplish family goals, such as tax savings or long-term investments. Most often it's used by wealthier Americans, and that's why we have it in this segment. The basics are this. A qualified disclaimer is an irrevocable refusal by a beneficiary to accept benefits inherited at the death of an owner. The disclaimer bit can be complete or partial. And let me just give you a couple ideas. There's basically three types of disclaimers. One's a full disclaimer. One is a dollar figure. So let's say you're inheriting a million dollar IRA and say, I'll keep 200,000, I'll disclaim the rest. You could do a dollar amount or a percentage. Million dollar IRA, I'll take a third, I'll disclaim the the rest of it. Why would somebody do that? The, the, the basic idea is, first of all, uh, if you're trying to do some tax planning or want to get it down to the next generation. Now, you can't name the next beneficiaries. If you know, as an example, and this is a lot of times it's done um, between spouses. A spouse might disclaim because they know that their kids are the beneficiaries of their IRAs. So they'll dis- so the spouse so the, the husband dies, the wife disclaims, and the beneficiaries are the kids. So if it goes right to the kids, then it's the kids the kids have a lower Now the picture is becoming clearer. <laughs> sure. Now I get it. Yeah, so they could so a lot of times for tax planning, so instead of it coming now with the high amount of of uh, uh, exclusion for state taxes, it's over $11 million. For a couple, it's $22 million. Less from a state tax standpoint, but for an IRA as an example. The spouse, the wife might be the same age, so her required minimum distribution may be pretty high, the amount that you have to take out. If you disclaim to your kids, or better yet, grandkids, the required minimum distribution is very low in that. So that's one way that they can save on taxes is to let that 
grow a lot more, a lot faster. Another one is Medicaid. Medicaid beneficiaries. If you have somebody that's on Medicaid, they would disclaim too because they would be they could have potential of losing all their government benefits. So you want to disclaim. You don't want to make them as a beneficiary. So when done correctly, disclaimers allow beneficiaries to make last-minute changes to an estate plan. They're still in accordance with the deceased's underlying wishes. In other words, you can't change beneficiaries. You can't say, well, I'm going to disclaim to Paul, <laughs> but I can disclaim to whoever next is in line. I can't make up who the beneficiaries are. Uh, but if you know who the contingent beneficiaries are, but yes, a primary beneficiary st can still disclaim an IRA Regardless of any contingents, there is a problem with that. If no contingent beneficiary is known, then that could screw up the, the IRA. You're better off taking that, in my opinion, naming beneficiaries and then just doing yeah, that's, it. That's you, right. You take control of that. But the tax law treats a disclaimer beneficiary as having pre-deceased the IRA owner, so everything goes right to the to the next generation. Is that something new, way. Jeff? No, it's oh. just that not often used. Okay. Again, it's a lot of times it's used for wealthier people who, who a lot of times it would screw up their um, taxes by having a large amount of money come in. The taxes on potential future taxes, why not disclaim to the next generation? Oh, that's pretty cool. Good stuff. That was today's sexy segment on the Retirement Clinic with Joe Still and Jeff Kowal. Should we go to the phones? Let's Jeff? go to the phones first, and Joe has a comment to make on that. Too. I want to go to Economwalk. We've been uh, May has been hanging on hold. Thank you for calling in to the retirement clinic. How can we help you, May? Hi, May. Oh, hi, hi, Jeff. Yeah, I have a question regarding a potential sale of my house now, and I expect to get you know like at least three hundred thousand, hopefully, from it. What's the best place to invest in that money? And I don't we we don't have an annuity. I'm about fifty eight. My husband is 55. This is my own property. I have been rented out. Okay. So I'm, we're wondering if we should invest in an annuity. Um, I have a personal uh, pension plan from a previous marriage. So I need that. And then I have, um, I think I have some Social Security, too, but it's not a whole lot, you know, because I was a stay-at-home mom. Um, so you already... So so may you already have some income coming in from a pension, or you have a pension plan already? I haven't actually tapped into it. It's just there. Okay. I have to draw on it probably when I'm 59 or 60. Okay. A lot of times people will use an annuity if they don't have a pension plan. It's a way to guarantee income for life. If you already Correct. have one, I'm not sure I would put this, you know, you may want to take a peel off a portion of it, maybe a third of it. So if you're going to get going to get $300,000 net out of it and you, you really want some guaranteed income for life, maybe peel off 100000 of it and put it into an annuity. I would be disinclined to put the whole thing into an annuity. Mm -hmm. Joe, do you have an opinion? I, I would say what is the main purpose of the money, May? It's probably for retirement, yeah. Okay. Definitely for retirement. And this is my, it's separate right now because that was my home before I got married. It took a time. So oh. I, I just didn't know what to do uh, to figure out. It's a good thing to rid yourself of all those pre-marriage things. 
<laughs> there was a little pause there. Yeah, how's he mean that? <laughs> no, so that's good. And the fact that you're—I mean—you've done well. That means you—you you paid off that home or came close to paying that off. So you had some real yep. capital. So now you have some options. I would say one of those options would be to to take the annuity. But the rest of us, especially since you're still so young, May, at 58, that you have a long time for that to grow. I wouldn't be too conservative with that. Uh, if you oh. want to. You peel off a little bit and do some fun stuff with your uh, new husband. That would be a nice way to go. Uh, but I would also uh, take a look at, at uh, putting into, uh, make sure that that's in the balance account, that you're not too conservative with that. And maybe even take a portion of it and put some into a Roth IRA for 2018 and some for a Roth IRA for 2019 right after the first of the year. Okay, because my husband tends to be more uh, conservative. So a lot of the money we have are more locked into CDs, you know, short term. He doesn't really want to put it into the the market. Yeah. Because, you know, he doesn't want to have because we're relying on that money for our retirement. Yeah. Well, if so, we, can, if we then, can help you with that, give us a call because I would tend to, to counterbalance your husband's conservative nature and be more a little more growth. Not that you have to be overly aggressive, but be a little bit more growth oriented with a good part of this money. Be an age factors yeah. into that. Still, yes. 58's young. Yeah, he's, Yeah, Yeah, well, both of you are pretty young, so I would keep that in mind that, again, you could live a long time. You want to have some of it, a fair amount of it as growth-oriented investments. I I had listened to uh, your segment, too, on, like, uh, I think self-employed people. Yes. Having their own, I think, 401K or is it a uh, pension kind of Yeah, you can do solo 401Ks and and bury a little bit more money in those, too, so that's an option, too. Hey, so may- can you be like a sole proprietor and then still have it, or do you have to have to have many employees? No, you don't have to. Have, you can do it by yourself. There are some plans that you can have. A SEP, oh, okay. which is Simplified Employee Pension. There's solo 401Ks. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So there are a number of things okay. that you can do. Yeah, give us a, give our office a call. We'd be happy to help. All right. Thanks so much. Hey, May, right, thanks after, for calling. if you can, stay listening, May, after you hang up. Um, we'll give out the office phone number, okay? Okay, thank you. Appreciate it. In fact, the office phone number goes for everybody listening in Madison, WIBA, where the retirement clinic is now airing on Saturdays. And, of course, WISN in Milwaukee. We have been on the show, Jeff, since 2001. That's right. Been doing the market updates for... September 11th. We're coming on our 17th anniversary. We've been doing our uh, market reports since 97. Yeah. So 21 years for business reports on on Mark Belling's show. And if you've got any questions this for May or anybody listening, you can reach the Kowal Investment Group. They've got four locations, 262-522-4040, 262-522-4040, or the international toll-free number. That even works in Illinois, as Jeff points out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 877-560-4040. 877-560-4040. Or if you're driving around and missed all of that, just remember the website, thekowalway.com. Obviously, the Aerosmith, you know, we use Steven Tyler and Ozzy Osbourne as an example because their age, they're 70 and all those withdrawals. And I just found out Aerosmith is going to Las Vegas, Jeff, and they're going to be... What a weird thing that would be, being out there. But the more I think about it, it's kind of a neat fit. If I'm out there, I'd stop by. Given Britney Spears or Aerosmith, I'd choose Aerosmith. Yeah, and like Billy Joel in Madison Square Garden, he's done 100 performances. He performs, I believe, every month in Madison Square Garden. He's done That's amazing. Yeah, I think it's great. That's a show that that, that would be unbelievable yeah. to see him. I've well, he's still playing good, right? Because he's up there, too. Oh, yeah. Well, we've seen him when he was... Young and jumping on speakers at the 
Bradley Center with the old arena. We saw him back then. And the piano, too. And he's the piano, jumping yeah. up on there. Oh, yeah. He's not jumping right around too much right now. <laughs> They're wheeling <laughs> but, him out. Aaron, my son, took me to see him in Chicago a couple of years ago and still, just put on a great, energetic, fantastic show. Is his voice show. still there? Great. Good and he enough. can play piano. Oh, right? yeah. A theme from an Italian restaurant. You ever listen to that song? One of the best of songs ever. So you know that song. A lot oh, of people yeah. don't know it. They only know the big hits. And the... Oh, that's a great song. Yeah, it goes on for a long time, but well worth it. Okay, final minutes of the retirement clinic. Okay, you had a comment about the beneficiary and some experience you have with clients. Yes. Uh, reviewing your beneficiaries is an extremely important part of the financial planning process. And I'll give you one quick example. I was working with a client a number of years ago, and we were going through the process reviewing his insurance policies. And one of the uh, insurance policies he had had about $200,000 in cash value. So a very valuable policy. Sure. Uh, but when we looked at the policy itself and, and who his beneficiary was on the policy, it was actually his brother. And he had been married for probably 10, 15 years at the yeah, time. That and he, that gone he was freaking bit. out a little bit. He was like, oh, my gosh, look Don't at this. Tell Don't my wife. tell my wife. <laughs> we got to get this changed. So we help him. And that's something we do with, with every client. We it's go, almost like a review, Joe. Pull things out and review things. Yes, absolutely. We, we need to look at that uh, when we bring a... A new client on, we're going to look at all their information. Insur life insurance? Yes, a absolutely. Beneficiaries, trusts, with, with all of that stuff. Well, you have Everything. to make sure, especially with, with Joe's bringing up a great point, because you want to make sure that your beneficiary, and we use a lot of times we use trusts or we use IRA beneficiary trust. And we see this scenario all the time where you may have a second marriage or or you're, typically it'd be, it could be the second marriage of a kid. And you don't want your, you want to make sure that your assets Go to your kids and your grandkids, not to the grandkids of your ex, of your ex wife, new, new husband's kids. <laughs> well, in this case, imagine okay, worst case scenario, he passes away. The two hundred thousand dollars, lo and behold, the wife is waiting. I'm, I'm sure I get no. The brother gets it. Right. Imagine her face. Oh, Are you gosh. kidding me? And it's as simple as changing the beneficiary on a document. Yep. Wow. Very yeah, simple. you have to make sure I that mean, you do that. It's not $2 million, It's 200000 That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Yeah. And that's just 200000 in cash value. So death benefit would have been more than that. But any amount of money, if not go, if it doesn't go to the right place. And that's why it's important to look at the beneficiaries, to make sure that you have the beneficiaries in place that you want and that you try to control the beneficiaries, especially going into the future for your kids, your grandkids. You want to make, you love them. You want to make sure that it goes there. You can't always control what happens. To the, to the spouses of the kids your, or the spouse your kids choose. But you want, you want to make sure that that money stays in your lineage and doesn't go elsewhere. So you want to make sure you pay attention to that. We're Coal Investment Group, the retirement specialist, and that's what we do all the time. That's what I think differentiates us from all the other firms. From top to bottom, everybody in our office talks about retirement planning and investments. But it's about retirement. It's, it's not a retirement guy that comes in when you're ready to retire or that we do everything for everybody and you're about to retire. Oh, we do that too. This is what we do all the time where we manage the assets. We help you preserve them, grow them, take income from it, and pass it on to your heirs. All the, all the planning with attorneys, with taxes that involves the, that segment of your uh, planning, we work with that. Uh, we manage over 900 million of assets for our clients. We act as a fiduciary and that I think is really important. It came up earlier in the show 
we always put our clients' interests first. That's what uh, acting as a fiduciary is, where we always have felt for the last 31 years that we've been in practice. So it's not something that the government is mandating on us. It's something that we do voluntarily, that we always put our clients' interests first. Yeah, we take a lot of good calls on the, in a show like this, Jeff, but only certain things in so much time, like your caller may who might want to talk off the air to, to an advisor. That's right. So May can give us a call at 262-522-4040, uh, 877-560-4040. Uh, you can go online and request an appointment at thekowalway.com, thekowal, K-O-W-A-L, thekowalway.com. And Joe's got some reminders. Yeah, another way you can connect with us to stay up to date on retirement topics, uh, current economic trends, is to connect through our uh, onto our uh, social media pages. Um, so Facebook, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn. Uh, please uh, connect with us and we'll, we post a lot of really good content uh, on, on retirement-related topics. All of that can be found on the website, of course, thekowalway.com. Joe Still, thank you for stopping by and being a part of the show today. My pleasure. Thanks, Paul. It was a lot of fun. Jeff, we'll see you next weekend. Okay, sounds great, Paul. He's Jeff Kowal, president of the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist here in WISN and WIBA. Thanks for tuning in.